In uncertain days, it is important to remember that our world is getting ready to meet God. We are all getting ready to meet Him. The King is coming. Today, we join Scott Pauley in walking through the final book of the Bible, the revelation of Jesus Christ. If we say something is true from A to Z, we mean by that a completeness. In other words, nothing is missing. Well, the Lord uses that very picture, that analogy for Himself as He reveals Himself in Revelation as the Alpha and the Omega. Alpha and Omega are the first and last letters of the Greek alphabet. So in John's day, the people that he was writing to, they understood uh, when he said, I am Alpha and Omega, he was saying, I am A and Z. What is that? Uh, that's the starting point and that's the finish point. I'm thinking now of the writer of Hebrews writing that our Lord is the author and the finisher of our faith. And Paul said, being confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. In other words, he's, he's showing like bookends to our understanding that he's everything. We've come in our study of Revelation, Revelation chapter 1, verse 7, where the Bible says, Behold, look, behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him, even so, amen. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is, and which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. He's the only one who lived before he was born and lived after he died. Think of that. The Lord Jesus Christ has always been, he is today, and he will always be. In fact, that, that description of our God is found first in verse number 4. The word comes from him which is and which was and which is to come. And then it is repeated in verse number 8. He is the Lord which is and which was and which is to come. You see, the Lord transcends everything. For example, did you know that this book we're studying, The Revelation of Jesus Christ, uh, has about 285 references to the Old Testament? Think of that. We're, we're all the way to the other end of the Bible, and yet there are 285 references to the Old Testament. Why is that? Because God is God through the whole. All of Scripture is connected to Him. Uh, in the previous verses that we studied here in Revelation chapter number 1, we looked back to what He has done. Uh, he is the faithful witness, the first begotten of the dead. He's the one who loved us and washed us from our sins in His own blood. He's the one who made us kings and priests unto God and His Father. So this is all what He has done. But then it says to Him, Be glory and dominion forever and ever. So this bridges to what He will do. And when you come to verse number 7, we're looking forward ahead now. Behold, He cometh with clouds. Oh, friend, we've got a lot to look forward to. Jesus isn't finished. When He cried from the cross, it is finished. Uh, he was just beginning. The work of redemption was done at that moment. But his, his great work, His greatest revelation is yet to come. The King is coming. It's interesting to me as I've looked at Revelation uh, for this study and been reading and researching how it seems to go back and forth between earth and heaven, earth and heaven. For example, we're in chapter 1 right now, and we're in heaven. 
But when you come to chapter 2 and chapter 3, the Lord deals with those seven individual churches in Asia Minor. The setting is on earth. Then you get to chapter 4 and 5, we're back in heaven. Then you get to chapter 6 and 7, we're back on earth. You know what it says to me? It says to me that earth and heaven are nothing to God because God is the God of eternity. So what do we learn by this, this thought of Alpha and Omega, the, the A to Z? Well, first of all, it speaks of His eternality. That He has always been, that He is now, and that He will always be. So His eternality. Secondly, it speaks of His sufficiency. If something's true from A to Z, it means that there's no lack. Uh, nothing is left out. We, we have everything that we need. Uh, may I say to you today, you have everything you need in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, He is Alpha and Omega, but let me ask it this way. Is He your Alpha and Omega? Is He everything to you? Are you searching for something or someone else today to fill the void and vacancy that only Jesus Christ can fill? Uh, someone once said that our hearts are restless until they rest in Him. It's just another way of saying what Solomon wrote in the Old Testament, that all is vanity and vexation of spirit until the Lord has His rightful place in your life. So this is not just some, some theological concept. No, this is a very practical application that the God of eternity is the God of sufficiency. That the God that will rule and reign forever wants to rule and reign in us today. That the God who is coming with clouds wants to come and make His home in you today. Let Him be everything to you. But then, here's the great emphasis of Alpha and Omega. It's not only that it speaks of His eternality and it speaks of His sufficiency, but it speaks ultimately of His victory. You see, these verses are victory verses. When He came the first time, His first coming, He came in humility. When He comes the second time, He's coming in glory. When He came the first time, He came as a lowly baby in a manger. But when He comes the second time, friend, He is coming as King of kings and Lord of lords. When He came the first time, lots of people missed Him. When it comes the second time, nobody's going to miss him. Listen to verse number 7. Behold, he cometh, and it tells how he's coming, with clouds. Do you remember back in Acts chapter number 1 when he ascended and those disciples watched him go up in that cloud and the angel says, Why stand you gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus which was taken up from you into heaven shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. So he went up with clouds. He's coming back with clouds. Uh, I personally have a conviction that these clouds uh, are not just physical clouds like the ones we see in the sky. But if you remember the Old Testament, when God revealed Himself, it was always in His glory cloud. That Shekinah glory cloud would come down and rest and abode. I believe it's a reference to the fact when our Lord comes, He's coming in all of His glory. And then it says, and every eye shall see Him. We know when our Lord comes to set up His kingdom to rule and reign on this earth, no one is going to miss Him then. Every eye is going to see Him. And then the Bible says, And they also which pierced Him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of Him. The idea here is that those who rejected Him will recognize who He is. But those who put Him to death, certainly those who crucified Him that day at Calvary, but all of us in a sense put Him to death because of our sin, that all of us will know very plainly who this is. Thomas, look at the holes in my hand. Look at the scar in my side. Look at my feet. You see, those scars will still be visible someday. We will see our pierced Savior. And ultimately, He's going to have the victory. That's why the Bible says that He is 
the Lord which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. So let me leave you with this glorious thought about our Lord today. He's greater than every one that troubles you and anything you're dealing with. He's greater than every weakness in your life. He is Almighty God. He always has been Almighty. He is Almighty and He always will be the Almighty God. You see, the ultimate victory belongs to Him because He's A and Z and everything in between. He is Alpha and He is Omega. Oh, it is my prayer in these days as we walk through the revelation of Jesus Christ that your faith is being increased. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. That your love for Christ is growing. Look, stop admiring men so much and learn to adore Jesus Christ. He is worthy of our worship. He is worthy of our praise. There is no one like our Christ. You're about to see Him. He's coming with clouds. But you can see Him today in the pages of Holy Scripture. Read Revelation chapter 1 and get acquainted with the Alpha and the Omega. The purpose of all Scripture is to see God. In Revelation, the curtain is pulled back and we are reminded not to simply look at world events, but to look to Christ. We hope you will join us next time as Scott Pauley continues our study through this amazing book of the Bible. You may also join us right now for additional studies and a library of helpful resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find several new features at our online home, and we trust they will be a blessing to you as you walk with God. Plan to visit us each day at enjoyingthejourney.org, and we look forward to returning to Revelation on our next broadcast. Keep your eyes on Christ and look up. The King is coming.